You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. Steve Pierce. Oh, of course. <laughs> Love that guy. <laughs> Steve Pierce. Steve, yeah. I Red mean, Sox legend. Wow. We'll start right there. It's a special Wednesday edition of the Quad Pod. Yes. Very special. Mike's favorite baseball player is? S- Steve Pierce. There we go. Oh, okay. Ding, ding. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, right. Is there space and time in podcasts? Oh, can you turn Whoa. on the hotkeys? Yes, there is. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Did you give yourself a ding before? Special. Pre- well, I was gonna. I was gonna. Click it. He goes. Is there a special place of podcast? Oh, I hit the mistake. ding, yeah. and the and okay. the hotkey wasn't turned on, so it's all good. It's oh. Now that we patched that out live, yes. so or at least live while we're recording. Smooth. I uh, have breaking news. Dewald is pausing the breaking news because we don't break news. We spread. I have breaking news. Dewald is going on vacation early, so that's why we're we're meeting together. We have come to the table a couple days early. Frank, breaking news. Uh, for what feels like the sixth time, the Seahawks are pursuing Antonio Brown. Oh. What it do, baby? I don't know if it's going to happen. Is he even allowed to play right now? He can play after week eight. Is that what they said? That's the suspension. Okay. Because that was just an indefinite suspension from the start. Um, Antonio Brown. I have, I have so many, so many fond memories of that. So do I. Don't even start with me. Russell Wilson. You have actual fond memories. Has actual... Like, like he, he's made a point of signing Antonio Brown, it feels like three times a season. Mm. Which says so. Trouble in Paradise. He doesn't trust Lockett or Metcalf, who, who I'm hearing Metcalf's already drawn comparisons to a possible Calvin Johnson, which let's not get ahead of ourselves. We know that the next well, Tron is in Pittsburgh when it comes well, to yeah, well, We already up. know Metcalf's the number one in Seattle now. Yeah, over, so? over, over Lockett, yeah. Well, you, you had uh, Wilson comparing him to Jerry Rice. Because he can now run a nine route and a slant pattern. So he's got two, <laughs> it's a, it's two a, routes that he yeah, can run. It's a miracle. Well, I mean, I, I can't, yeah, I mean, uh, Wilson, I mean, I, that, that last primetime game they had, he's going off about DK Metcalf. And Metcalf, he missed that touchdown. And then what? The next player, two plays later, he got it back. Yeah. Yep. But he missed the first one. But, yep. You know, he redeemed, redeemed himself. Yeah. Um, I like his mouthpiece with the binky. Well, what is well, I, I, Benny I, Snell's got the spinner. Like, there's really uh, cool yeah. mouthpieces out there. Alvin Kamara's got the, just the grill. Don't, don't yeah. mind me, but I, I, got, I, got, I think we, we buried the headline. Is Mike's on vacation? Yeah, what? Know, right? This is an actual time off. This isn't like, I figured you're going to go cover some major event. Frank tried to send me to Kuwait before we started. Yeah, I thought you were getting sent off to Kuwait huge, for KSRO. Huge, huge stories <laughs> over there. Huge stories over there that we need to know. Well, you do know that we got picked up in like, what was that, Finland or some, some yeah. place like that? It was yeah. Finland, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that might be heard, fun. They heard my weather report on Finland. AM radio. So think of AM oh. radio as like, Excuse me, I was a burp again. Damn. Before before we record, I always have a sandwich and it just leaves me hella gassy. I'm sorry. Uh, it's part of the show. So you you <laughs> look uh, like like a rings in a pond, right? So like you drop a rock in water. AM radio is gonna ripple out the furthest, but 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 those ripples aren't gonna be very strong. So like you hear what it sounds like he's got his his phone or recording device uh, up next to like you know like yeah, a 1930s like, radio it sounds like someone's from 10 years ago trying to record a ringtone on their phone exactly it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 but it was weird it was, it was weird well. to know that i got reach in finland i'm worldwide baby it's probably 10 years or so ago worldwide. one of those guys because it's like a thing in finland like they it's 
it's a hobby for people. Oh, what, what like morning radio in the like, states? No, yeah, seeing radio. what stations will like send you paraphernalia oh. and stuff if you reach okay. out to them and say you heard them. <laughs> so we responded cool. to the guy and made him a paraphernalia makes it sound like we got KSRO <laughs> crack pipes. On we deck. do. Okay. Yes. Uh, what, we, you want to call it memorabilia? <laughs> Swag. <laughs> <laughs> Steez. Jeff wore this sweater when he did that uh, weather Price, segment. Priceless. Yeah, this is my tissue. Uh, so we made him a recurring character on the show. It was great. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Oh. Hans. Like Hans. He spoke just enough English. That Very cool. Cool. Wait, are you kidding? His actual name was Hans? Yeah. That's you every Finnish name. Yeah. You can't make it up, man. You absolutely can. That's the one name you can make There's up for a Finnish person. <laughs> There's only like four names Hans and Hans. there. Hans, Franz, Eric. You know, okay. some some oh, sort of Eric, Eric or like, a, yep. like a, another H one would be like you know Harry or Henry, one of the two. Do we have a Finnish athlete we can think of? I can't. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually, Laurie Markkinen of the oh, Chicago Bulls. Nice, Bulls. Dude, very nice. That was, yeah, was went good. To the University very of Arizona. Good. Lowry. Love San mediocre Bulls. Oh yeah. What? San Jose Sharks legend Eunice Donskoy. Donskoy. Thank you. That's right. That's what was, uh, was uh, Kobe Buin? Was he? Uh, Russian? Can I don't know. Look it up, please. That was a cute. It's going to take me half the podcast to spell it. <laughs> Hobby. H A I B. Speaking of which, a little bit of banter, real quick here before yeah, yeah. I get to you. Uh, that reminds me. Habib, Gaethje, they're fighting at 2 p.m. in the afternoon on Saturday. Well, 11 a.m. Yeah. our time. Special time because they're fighting from Fight Island. And instead uh, of making mm-hmm. them fight at 7 a.m. in the morning so it appeases our, our time zone, they're letting them fight at 7 p.m. at night. So Yeah, everyone, everyone was really mad. They are, but hey, you know, you're going to get people to pay attention. That's going to be crazy. On Saturday at 11, and we get done with the workout, just be like, oh, oh, that's right. It's on. But that is really odd. Do we like, find out where Hobby Bullen's from? Russia. Oh, okay. That's Apparently, fun. I've Googled him before. That's yeah. even weirder. No fooling. Huh? <laughs> no fooling, Hobby Bullen. Um, no fooling. That is odd about the 2 p.m. Uh, uh, yeah, right? That's Stick a, that who, one. Extremely odd. Good. Uh, Habib Nurmagomedov. I mean, right, who's he fighting? Justin Gaethje. Right, so I saw that everyone was really impressed with that guy, Gaethje, because they were doing the little press conference meetup, and he denied the ceremonial belt because mm-hmm. he hasn't won it. He's oh. like, I want the real And then one. everyone was just like freaking out over him. And then they were, I think like the betting line went in his favor that yeah, moment. He's right. a meat yeah. wad. Just because of that. They're a, like, oh, because of that respect, he's going to win. He's <laughs> a meat wad that throws haymakers, and he's got just enough... Uh, a ground game to kind of compete with with Habib, um, but Habib is already looking past him and says, "I yeah, want GSP." I, I saw his looking. And it's past just him like already. GSP ain't fought in like two years, bro. Like you want to bring you want to bring all that steroid stuff back into GSP's legacy. Have him go hop in the ring with Habib. Okay, so and, like and obviously see if he stands with him. I'm gonna hawk a loogie if I keep doing I mean, like that. He he must be thinking it's that easy. He's just looking past people. I mean, t- yeah, right? Yeah. That's um, is this fighter he's going to fight on Saturday? Is this a guy you can look past, or is he? Uh, well, is Khabib- that's what I'm saying. He's kind of stupid tough. Like he's just been able. To, yeah, I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't want to make him out to sound like a meat wad. But that's kind of how I look at yeah. him. You did define him as a meat? I wad. did. I did. I think <laughs> all of 20 seconds <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, so, yeah. That's my bad. He's just you know you think a stereotypical fighter is hot. You know, like just dude can take a punch. He's good on the ground, but he can also deliver a punch. So I, I think. Yeah. I think he's got he's got just enough to be able to hang in there. He put it this way: I think he'll put up a better fight than McGregor did, and I love McGregor, okay. but I think I think Gaethje's way better on the ground than McGregor. Well, this is this is wild to me. You've I don't got, think you, I know. You've got you've got a two a two p.m. start for a mega fight or a mega fighter in Khabib, and you've got him looking Khabib. Pa- Khabib Thank you. Uh, and then you've got him looking past the, his opponent. Is there an uh, is an upset possible, Jeff? 
Uh, yeah, I think it. No, with with uh, Gaethje, I think it's extremely possible. Yeah, plus, plus the uh, the, the showmanship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, can't forget that. So do my do my research. And then you've already <laughs> got you've already got Khabib looking forward to GSP now, and so he yeah, could boy. be uh, he he could definitely it'd be one of like a trap game, the equivalent of like a trap yeah. game on your schedule, right? Where you look. Oh, ahead. I'm intrigued. I'll be yeah. paying attention now. See, see, I'm Who intrigued. Yeah, see, has see. home island advantage. Uh, definitely Khabib. <laughs> Who's going to do if better on the island? If you're fighting, awesome. if you're fighting at Fight Phenomenal Island, and he's question. coming from Dagestan, Russia, and and Gaethje's coming from America, like one's going back in time, the other one's going into the future. So mm. you tell me. I think it's a little bit easier to fight back in time. Do we there want time go. cop or Back to the Future? Which one right, are we going right, with? Right, right. All right, real question. <laughs> I have a I have a proposition for you, and this one this might. This is this is gonna feed to the Bay Area, Frank. You don't really have your lines to the Bay Area, no. weirdo. Anyway, yeah, totally. No. So on, I'm on. just saying this as a Warriors fan, <laughs> right? Oh, I'm there. I'm as there. a Giants fan, and yeah. I mean A's fan, you can kind of you can kind of rock with me. Agree here. to disagree a little bit. If we say no, 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 you have you rock with me on this because what I'm gonna say. What? If we say, all right, the Lakers have the NBA Finals this year. If we just give the World Series to the Dodgers and we <laughs> let LA have these two championships. Do we think we can make a deal with the sports devils to where L.A. doesn't win a championship for the next decade? Like, think of all the wide-open opportunities that leaves the Bay Area to go claim those championships. Let L.A. have this year. 2000, 2020, we'll all look back on it as like, oh, that was a hell in a handbasket type of year. And and then L.A., the, of course, the L.A. teams won it because, meh, you know, it just kind of goes with the theme. <laughs> but what if they never win again? Would you be willing, at least for the next decade, I would, I would, would you yeah. make that trade? Can I push back on that? No, because you are, <laughs> you're, 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 your anti-Bay Area bias is, is going to show here. I'm, I'm would, just saying, I'm uh, so down for it. I would inquire what the sports devil is doing for lunch. I would Let's talk. <laughs> yeah. I feel Let's like the deal. I feel like the Giants made that deal. Like, hey, that's what three, I was gonna say. Three championships, but no one is ever gonna win again. Oh, no. um, oh. You had oh, no. Giants, Warriors, and then oh, even right. with the Devil, that he saw the 2012 Super Bowl go so far in Flacco's favor, he said, "Blackout. Let's give Kaepernick a chance." Yeah. And he sent the Sharks and to the uh, to the Cup. Mm-hmm. That went well. <laughs> the devil did what he could for the Bay Area. And it, did, it did pretty well. Did pretty well. I, I think the deal already happened, and I also think if you did sit down with the gentleman, he would laugh because you're <laughs> approaching him now after game one when the Dodgers won 8-1 to one, and already after the Lakers won. Three, you got to do this earlier. Three. you got to <laughs> say, <laughs> okay. Four years. you got to th- th- throw in a Herbert championship in his Ooh. rookie year. Oh, man. Okay. And then maybe he'd be like, all right, all right now let's talk. Let the Rams have the Super Bowl this year. Like, all right, something happens, you know, but – that's what I'm saying. Like, let LA have the 2020 championships if it tells me I, that I they can't win. I appreciate you say that with them three games away from winning it. Or we'll maybe can it. we can we let them have like the Chargers win, but then because they don't even care about the Chargers, right? And then like they if can the, just if have the, the Chargers win, and then have it be the Ducks who win the uh, yeah, the you know, give them the Chargers, <laughs> give them the Ducks, and we can get like yeah. some more Warriors. Chargers and, uh, Super Bowl parade would just be the team, right? <laughs> it's so sad. They would have I it mean, in San Diego. Knowing knowing how the it, devil works, he would have the Raiders win back-to-back uh, Super Bowls. It was for the Bay. It was for the Bay. Whoops. Over my dead body. <laughs> so My bad. Yeah. So there you go. I just, go I just figured I'd throw that one out there. Like, Is that something that you'd be willing Can to Can I um, bounce off of that? Sure. I think Tom Brady already sold his soul. Yeah, because mm. Tampa Bay Tampa. is flying, and he there looked, was he a, looked fairly he looked very that Tim game Brady-ish. on Sunday was, that was but the first couple the weeks, Rays are in the World Brady's Series, back. yeah, um, the Lightning won the Cup, the Lightning won the Cup, uh, the Bucks <laughs> look potentially like the best team in the NFC right now. I I don't think that'll last, but right now they do. 
And there was um there was something someone pulled up on like Reddit or something so where says it like Nick Foles didn't just lead the Bears to what a five and one record. <laughs> uh, hey, they call him, Trubisky got two of those. They call him Big Dick Nick for a reason. That's right? a that's a tag team. And, and, and they went head to head. And you know who won that game? Khalil Mack. Due to a slang <laughs> all over the field. I won't say Foles. I'll say Khalil Mack. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Khalil. like a Reddit post that everywhere Brady has lived, that team has flourished. So when he was living oh. in California, like the Niners were doing amazing, and New England, Boston was doing amazing, and all their sports, and now Tampa Bay is thriving. No. So interesting. You know what? I Tom, think he did see, uh, uh, sell us all. It's time to it's time to to live for the greater good. Let's send him to some third world country, and let's see if their GDP all of a sudden rises <laughs> up, and let Tom Brady do some real good in the world. All right, so we don't have to deal hey, with him. Hey, if Trump wins the election, he can just stay here. And uh, <laughs> speaking of, I was gonna say, where is it? Thank you very much. Yeah, Speaking of sold souls, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this I'm gonna bring this to you guys. Old souls, what we got? Let's get back to sports. Who has a better chance of defeating COVID nineteen? Oh. So you have Brady with TB twelve, and clearly he thinks he's immune. Mm-hmm. Odell joins the ring with his E. coli. He says he's immune to COVID nineteen. Who's got the better shot? Who's well, again? It goes back what? to my root cause of just um, what's that? Go ahead. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm still kind of processing that. No. I, <laughs> go ahead, Jeff. Go Do ahead. you trust E. coli poisoning or TB12 method? <laughs> goes back to my golden rule of consent. The virus just cannot enter your body if you simply say no. So oh. it cannot enter without consent. So I would say who's ever on top of that. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't taunt the virus. First, and then okay, so I'm gonna say neither. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna kingpin you and say Nick Saban. Why? Because Nick Saban beat it in 48 hours. All right. Does anybody trust what was going on in Alabama there? Nick with Saban it? beat it while studying game film and drawing up a coaching I wanted, plan. I, I, was, uh, I, I wish I could have been in the clinic while that was going on. Because Nick Saban, you know, he's getting tested every hour. Just do it again. Well, that's do what happened. There were, there were false false positives. Oh, right? is that what it they was? Were, they were false it, positives. It, had nothing. Uh, it was the old Georgia. Even you had to fly a different plane. It was the old Georgia week false <laughs> positive. Really? Yeah. yeah I like the highlights from that game where it was like 48 hours since he had tested positive Dead and was like off. screaming in referees' faces. <laughs> like, yeah. Jesus. Really going to help us get out I mean, of this. Well, no, it just shows you how much of a... Of a uh, I like that answer. All right, Nick Saban. Trump's, uh, Trump's uh, Odell. And what, the, so, oh, what's, yeah, what's up with E. coli, though? What, he's, he, he thought he had food poisoning well, or something? Well, because or? he likes getting shit on his chest, so oh. he probably gets a lot of E. coli from the shit on his chest when he goes to eat, you know, because Odell's into that stuff. But oh. now he's immune to COVID. Hey, look, so man, cool. I'm not going to yuck your yum, all right? Just do a little bit of I just didn't know it was that weird. It was weird, all right. All right. World Series Game 1 takeaways. What do we think? I am bummed. I really thought Tampa's pitching was going to be a lot better. And I look up. I'm, I was doing some stuff on the computer, and I look up, and I just see 8-1. to one, And I go, good God. It just kept, it just kept getting worse. I mean, the, the Rays managed to, to scrap back. And, of course, I was watching them as they so – what was it? The Mookie home run and the uh, – or the Bellinger Bellinger home run? I don't. I, it, I saw I saw Mookie's. Honestly, was, it just hurts my soul when to see the Dodgers win. Bellinger and Mookie both homered, yeah. Yeah. And Bellinger looks good. He had kind of a like unremarkable regular season uh, hmm. after what Dude's he won MVP a, and then you know he looks like he'd be right next to Sean Penn in Fast Times at Richmond High. Just, <laughs> oh, how many odds were there, Dave? Yeah. Uh, and then of course Corey Seager's doing his thing. Um, Kershaw. Hanging well, that's top. that's the thing. If Kershaw's going to pitch the way he does in the regular season, then it's game over. But what kills the Dodgers is, you can say along with bullpen, along with coaching decisions, along with him going up against certain batters, 
uh, when Kershaw flunks a game, that's what beats him, and that didn't happen. He pitched great. Uh, you know, I gotta say, guys, and you know, Jeff, just uh, you know, just stay seated, please. I'm kind of rooting for the Dodgers. Fuck off. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I have to there, go back and edit that. <laughs> there's, there's something about there's, and, and this is me. One of my earliest memories is the Dodgers losing to the A's in historic fashion with the Kirk, Kirk Gibson hmm? off Dennis Eckersley. That was extremely whack. Uh, <laughs> but something about a franchise that like just makes it to the World Series and, and just has a really solid franchise for so long and keeps coming up short. Uh, something like soft spot in my heart for those guys, man. So, like so you're turning your back to <laughs> the Hunter Renfro's brother, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro has a brother named Hunter Renfro? I don't know, but uh, there's yeah. also a Tampa Bay Ray named Hunter Renfro. Oh, is that right? Uh. Yeah. I've changed my mind. He hasn't He hasn't done much, but he's there. I, that, I have God, do you remember the giant who went to the Rays? What was his name? Or Matt the, Duffy. Duffy. Yep. Duff Dog's not there anymore, the big is he? cat. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what Duff about the Ray that we got? Oh God, Evan Longoria, the yeah. Ray. That I was thinking of the, what, wasn't it the pitcher though? The one that didn't get a Ray. Sorry, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he was uh, Matt. No. Matt Moore. Oh Matt. Okay, but the Dolphins quarterback. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, if you if <laughs> you guys are all bummed about the Dodgers that doing Bud well, Dupree absolutely murdered in the playoffs. I don't think Tampa's Bud out. Dupree. Blake Snell's great. He might have an awesome game. He's pitching game two. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have to see about Kershaw if it comes around game four or five. You know, we'll have to see. Just got six games. Um, Julio. Julio's awesome, but I don't know how no, much he can Orias pitch. or whatever his name is. I don't know how much he can weird pitch. Weird seeing single digits up on the mound. I just want to throw that up there. I don't know it why. It is. Isn't that so weird? Aesthetically, I that. Aesthetically, it's like huh. seeing a quarterback wear number 20 or something like that. Like, it just <laughs> doesn't look right to me. It I threw off every batter. But but it's okay. <laughs> I I'm, I, again, I'm not You wear whatever number you want up there. I'm just saying single digits is not something I'm accustomed to seeing up on the bump, you know? Well, this is uh, – Frank was talking about, you know, for those rooting against the Dodgers – Especially, and I'll just say this, if they lose now, oh man, against a kind of like a not as much respected franchise in the Rays. $28 million at, roster. $28 million roster. I will eat roster. them alive. I will eat the Dodgers alive. You know, Clayton Kershaw. Is all their roster is? Yeah. Even like Giants. Which is as yeah. much as Mookie and Kershaw. Right. I, I mean, so like if that. they lose to this one, oh dude, you, yeah, that's a player's holiday if, if they lose insane? to this. insane? My goodness. How do you not cheer for the Rays when you hear stuff like that? Like, I mean, honestly, oh, because then um, you end up cheering for you end up cheering for ownership, which is just kind of like ah, these guys are pulling a fast one because they're really doing this on a you know a flea market I, sale. But, yeah, but for a, me, one, I like Kershaw a lot, so I'd like to mm-hmm. see him get that one championship. Man. And mm. two, well, I know, I, I, we get it, Giants <laughs> yeah, fan. We get it. We get it. Jesus. Uh, and Mopey. then second, I picked them at the beginning of the year to avenge the horrid baseball season with the Houston Astros cheating that they just mm. take over the league now, for one year. Had the Astros had the Astros beat the Rays, I think. First off, I would have been. I mean, I know I'd gone on here two episodes and said I was kind of cheering for the Astros, but that would have been. I was going to say that. That was going to be the end of my baseball anarchy. I probably just fully. I would have either boycotted baseball together, or I probably would have cheered for the Dodgers because. Can't get down with cheating like that. But don't have to worry about it. Rays are in. Yep. They're down one nothing. Game two tonight. Blake Snell. I think you'll do well. I hopefully. I don't He's know. Get we're fucking rocks now. We're either gonna, <laughs> yeah, we're, it. we're gonna look like absolute idiots in about four hours. So whatever. Go Dodgers. Let's go. Hey, no. What? I like it. Hey, he's got no <laughs> Giants rivalry. <Out. laughs> Dude, LOL at the Cowboys. Oof, man. What happened? That I Monday, had zero that, fun watching that game. That Monday night game was awful like it helped because my parlay totally landed like but oh. at the same time it was just like good golly i mean you should have bet on kyler murray when you found out kyler murray was what seven and i think he's seven and oh now in all oh, time in, in at&t stadium he kind of owns jerry's world 
But uh, Cowboys defense, really sorry. Ezekiel Elliott can't hold on to the football. You have all that money tied up into Amari Cooper, and you have a quarterback now that can't get him there. And I, for the record, went on multiple podcasts over the past two years and said I wouldn't mind having Andy Dalton as a Steelers backup. I 100% (laughs) recant that statement. Let me see if the Jets are dumb enough to trade a Sam Darnold. Let me get my hands on Sam Darnold as a backup quarterback. That's who I want. That's the new starting quarterback that I want as a Steelers backup. But I'm looking at Andy Dalton, and I'm like, you and the dude, the amount of incentives that he has in his contract, too. Like, if he leads them mm-hmm. to a playoff game, he gets a million dollars. If they win the Super Bowl, he gets an extra three. I mean, I know this is all clearly even far-fetched. if they go five and 11, make the playoffs, but no, for real, they <laughs> yeah. win it. They win yeah. the division, yeah. and he plays like more than like 60% of the snaps or something like that. He gets another $500,000. Like, his contract is a 100% incentivized, and you think he'd be playing a little bit better. But he's not. It's like he doesn't want the money. That's what you, yeah. Those are incentives. Let's go. I know, right? <laughs> Do something. But I don't know what's going on, man. They uh, Jerry paid everybody, and now it doesn't look like anything's working out. Hmm. There's, aren't they still number one in the, in the division? Yes. Win, lose, or tie, they would have been number one after what happened on Sunday. Yeah, that's incredible. I'm not selling my Dalton stock just yet. I, 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 yeah. Let me hear this. Um, yeah. You know, this is first game. The Cardinals' defense isn't all that impressive, but I'm just I'm giving Dalton just reason, just just general. I'm giving him. I want to give him a couple more weeks because that I'm, team uh, is the team's strong enough. I don't think they're going to do much because Dak wasn't doing much, and Dak looks like the better quarterback between the two. I just don't think the drop off is that significant. And um, I know he didn't have a great statistical game. One of those interceptions was complete bogus, but okay. um, you know, clearly a PI that they didn't want to call. Um, I'm looking at him at performing better at the least. I mean, that yeah, was, I mean, I my, mean, my goodness. How often is Zeke going to fumble twice in two possessions? I don't think that's going to happen often. Zeke doesn't really fumble the ball. How many fumbles does he have this year? Five? He's, he's having a yeah, fumbly year. Pretty, Most yeah, in his a career. Pretty high number. And he's lost all of them except one. Um, yeah, he's having a bad career worst year that's there. That's not how you win football games. But I'm also not buying the Arizona stock. Despite yeah, the yeah, you were too. you were you were low on them last week too. Kyler Murray went nine for twenty four passing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, he had one hundred eighty eight yards. Eighty yards was a pass to Christian Kirk, and even that pass it was impressive. But man, did Christian Kirk had to work for that catch. <laughs> he had to work for that catch. He was, uh, and he wasn't going to mess it up because he's the fourth man on that receiving core. Mm-hmm. They like Andy Isabella more, and of course Larry. You got that's wild. I can't believe they're anyway. Isabella is that much of a factor. Yeah, and it's so kind of red, kind he was of like, fight. "I'm not, I'm not messing this up. I'm going to do whatever I can." He like just had these hyperextended fingers grabbing that ball. That's a nice grab. You take that throw away. He threw for 100 yards, and he completed about a third of his passes against the Cowboys defense. That is. Poop soup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poop soup. Poop soup. Poop soup. There was some uh, sorry. some arguing between a little bit of, of uh, between uh, the quarterback and the receiver there for the Cardinals. In addition to that, so maybe. And I'm not. And one thing too is, so I'm not high on Murray. I'm not high on Drake. Drake had an awesome game. I don't think Drake's really impressive. But you know what? When you rush for 164 yards and two TDs, you're generally going to do well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just not sold on the Cardinals. I know they're four and two, and it was a super impressive win. That was great. I just um, well, they're gonna have to do it as a team football, as opposed to just like relying on Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean, the eventually this the mobile thing will get figured out a little bit, just like we're seeing with Lamar. He's becoming sure. more of a thrower, but more Oof, working yeah, in the pocket. That's not looking too yeah, good. But imagine Murray being forced that way, because Lamar is still a good passer. 
Murray. Murray. I feel like that's where you really put, if you put the clamps on him, yeah, exactly. That's what'll happen there is the pocket will collapse on him. He'll get nervous. He can't see and he's going to start throwing that ball up. And then back to the center field. For the Oakland Athletics, <laughs> yes. You'd hope so. But back, uh, um, I do love Hopkins. Man, he's the only Nuke. player averaging 100 yards a game. What do the Cowboys uh-huh. need to address in the offseason after this year? Because uh, they're probably they're probably going to make the playoffs. They will somehow because this division Weird. is just awful. Is just flat out awful. And you have the extra playoff team this year too. Well, no, the division. That doesn't matter. I was yeah, say, that doesn't yeah. apply for this division because that's probably going to go to three a- 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 NFC West teams. Um, What's well, that? A whole line position. You'd say the offensive line? I would say the cornerback position. They, yeah, I mean, you. Um, I just, think given, I, I feel you, but I would, given the assets, the other assets they have on offense, they have too many great assets on offense to not have a decent offensive line. It's, it's, it's awful. Now that you have Lamb, who's the other, you have Amari, who's the other wide receiver that they have? Gallup. Gallup, okay. CD, they like Wilson. He's like their fourth guy. So He's good. would you consider mm-hmm. trying to trade yes. Amari? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you've got to try uh, trade Amari for maybe like a DB and a draft pick or something. So that way you can get something then and then something to build on. But you it's have, just like you have the weapons I think to, they should, yeah. to work around. You have Zeke, two good tight ends. Because um, that Dalton Schultz guy's coming up, mm-hmm. uh, two good receivers. Gallup's good. Like no, no, the thing is, is yeah. all they do, and I'm looking at Mike McCarthy. They're just like, here's a go route, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, he can do more. We saw him do more last year, uh, and they'll absolutely get rid of Amari. And Amari's playing well. Yeah, he's playing well. He, what about, he has value. Trade somebody. I mean, I think maybe even trade Zeke. I don't know, dude. I mean, they got running no, backs. I think Zeke's stuck. Um, they're going to ride with him. Yeah, because um, he's already signed at the contract. Definitely with yeah. you on improving the secondary because Xavier Woods is that, is that safety they have, and he's the guy who said they don't try on every snap. Mm. So that was incredible he's still when starting. I got that text message. He's still starting. I don't know anybody that gives it their all on every single snap that they're out there. Well, sir, that's what they sure have been selling us. Like, <laughs> um, be nice if you did it yourself. <laughs> he, he hasn't been punished. He wasn't benched for a game, and I've seen Belichick bench – uh, Butler. Nobody's gonna get Before punished. Less. Nobody's gonna get punished on this team. As soon as Mike McCarthy came out and said, "Oh, by the way, oh. I lied to get the job. I just flat out told Jerry to his face. Yeah, I've been crunching analytics numbers and all that mumbo jumbo. It's like, no, you weren't. Like you were sitting in your basement eating bologna sandwiches, drinking diet coke, watching football. Get out of here. What are you talking about? I mean, Mike? if you he can't, was too. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, if you can put that on a resume, you, you should do it with the bologna and the basement. <laughs> And that's pretty good. Absolutely. Uh, but hey, there was like a, an anonymous cowboy player that came out uh, per mm-hmm. the internet. This is completely anonymous, uh, <clears throat> completely uh, unconfirmed. But a, uh, a an anonymous player coming out and saying that the Cowboys coaching staff was basically kind of worthless. Didn't know what they were doing. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, bad preparation and all yeah. that. Do you know how much they paid Demarcus Lawrence? No. Oh, it was like a sixty mil, I think. Is he, it, how much is he getting paid this year? Like fourteen million, right? He, uh, like do you like want to guess how many tackles he has? Fourteen. Oh, no. Four, close. Fourteen for fourteen million dollars. He is seventeen. Mm. Oh. Seven of those are assists. Yes. <laughs> Half tackles. Uh, so he has ten by himself. He has one sack, and one pass defensed. How much is he getting? How much is he getting paid? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he got. He got. It's like fifteen. It's like fifteen dings right there. That might be fifteen mil. I would look at a pass rusher <laughs> if you get a nice pick. Uh, look at a pass rusher. Just add something. Because remember, they got rid of that Taco Charlton guy. Now he's in Kansas City. Now he's doing something. Yeah. So he's actually he got. I saw him get a sack on Josh Allen. Yeah. National brands, at least in the NFL, <laughs> national brands are Cowboys. Packers, Steelers. I think that's the the three that we could just say undoubtedly. Whoa, Denver Broncos. Who else? You, you, you missing one? Who? Who? Go ahead. 
Oh, well, I mean, I see why you missed it because the Raiders are international. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. My bad. There we go. So I don't. No, I'm saying maybe they got it on the left. Co- maybe they got it on the left coast. Yeah, but they, don't, uh, they don't have Raiders it. are big in Finland, my guy. In fin- totally oh, oh yeah, that's right. Because the KSR are hey, in Finland. You guys, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll we are it. home of the Raiders. I will give you the left coast. I will give no. you. I will give you a good chunk of California, and I'll give you Vegas. Maybe maybe a little bit of Southwest, but it it, it ain't. It you ain't, guys, it I'm ain't. sorry, but the it's, Patriots it's not, have won. That's what not a the, biased opinion. It's I mean. not a biased opinion. I'm letting you know it's facts. B, look it up. We could you go. The Patriots won six Super Bowls over the past twenty years, and they're still not a, a oh, national. So they're still I not would a national say powerhouse. They are, now, and I would. Honestly, no. I'm sorry, Luke. I would say Denver. The Patriots. They're out there. They're out there. I wouldn't even put the Broncos there. That's what I'm saying. If you want to say that the Raiders have that much pull, the Raiders are to the West Coast what the Patriots are to the East Coast. Prevalent, prominent, and and there, right? Yeah. But when it comes to national, and you go and you look at away games, <laughs> you look at away games. Right. And when you let when you let teams start coming into Vegas, we'll see how many how many teams are uh, I, um, other team colors. Are I think away. your three teams are right though because Pittsburgh has the biggest uh, like traveling fan base. Yes. The, um, the Packers just being one of the oldest franchises, de and facto. And then Dallas is Dallas. Well, and that's um, what I was getting at. And this, I wasn't just doing it to throw it out there to try and slight the Raiders or pump up the Steelers <laughs> or whatever you guys think I was trying to do. No, I'm I think saying you're right. That, this, that the Cowboys have such a big-ass fan base and expands. And I've heard that if you go through a tailgate at Jerry's World, you will see all of America, all mm-hmm. races, all classes, all sorts of people cheering but for the Cowboys. Cowboys are huge, yeah. Yeah. How much do you think those people are looking over at the Giants and just being like, Jason Garrett, eight and eight. I want you back, baby. Come back. Oh. You can blame it. I mean, you know what? That's what oh, I'm trying to get at. As how much of that fan base is looking at it, just like, ooh, you don't realize. Like, we got Mike McCarthy, and the only reason Mike McCarthy looked any good was because he was he had Aaron Rodgers, right, who's top right. five quarterback. You know, it's just like, what's goodness. more disappointing, Cowboys or Knicks? No, the, the, see the Knicks know they're sorry. The Cowboys fans do this to mm-hmm. themselves every Very every year. The, every you year can the, look up articles of the Cowboys who are saying we're going to win the NFC. Exactly, and here's why. exactly. But the Knicks know they're bad. The Knicks fan base knows they're bad. The, the Knicks know they're bad. Well, the, the only, the only person that doesn't know that the Knicks are bad is James Dolan. So with the Cowboys, the Cowboys have good players. Everybody, exactly. They have the pieces. I, you could argue with the Dak thing this year, but every year Cowboy fans put on the clown makeup and they say this is our year this is the year we're going to do it we're going to break it. it on Monday Night Football they threw up a stat of teams that haven't been to a conference championship game they were all jokes all jokes I think it was the in the past like 20 or so years I think it was like the Bills the Browns uh, the Bengals, somebody else, and then and then you had the Cowboys Not on the there. the Jaguars, who, 1999. All right, well, <laughs> they, they all just went to the AFC Championship game, and I think when they beat Pittsburgh in like, was oh, that's right. 2016, oh. that was like the end of the Triple Bs. But anyway. I just so, forget about the before Minshew era. <laughs> that's right. Very forget. <laughs> How could you forget? Uh, the, what was that, Damon Ward and uh, Byron Leftwich? Who else was that there? Uh, the lefty. Gerard, no. No. Um, Gerard was too. Oh, I think I'm mixing up Jacksonville and uh, Miami. Oh, Brunel. Brunel, there you yeah. go. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Damon Hard was with the uh, with the Dolphins, but anyway, I'm just getting out with that fan with how big that fan base is. And looking at Mike McCarthy, you, I have a feeling that they're just like, Whoa, Jason Garrett. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, I'd take anything yeah. to get the gum smacker and the and the clapping back on the sideline. Well, I always had the hot take that I don't think Jason Garrett was as bad as they said. Um, 
He won Coach of the Year. I think he would be made been sense. The arbitrary, these arbitrary awards. He could be like good. But that good. year, people were like, oh, yeah, that made sense. He won Coach of the Year. He took Zeke and Dak to the playoffs, and they went 13-3. He could have been good if he had someone else, somebody else call the plays. I don't th- yeah, I don't think he's amazing, but now we're seeing this implosion. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it really wasn't on Garrett either. He wasn't taking them to the next level, but he was working with the talent that was with him. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you with the Cowboys and the Knicks argument because – the expectations for the cap is so much higher, and Always, Jerry Jones in the front office are legitimately trying. Like they are attentive. Both branches um, do a marvelous job of getting in their own way. Trying in different ways because I think Jerry Jones is like sons and grandsons have a little too mm-hmm. much influence for their own good. But the business. Knicks are just like, hey, this is a team that makes money no matter what I do. <laughs> right, I'm going to yeah. go play in my band for, at the halftime show. JD in the straight shots, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones is trying his his tail off. We know that for a fact. I mean, you know, the, the Cowboys fans. Yes or no uh, answer? Does Jerry yeah. get a Super Bowl before he dies? No, no. Uh, yes, because he has lots of money, so he'll live a long time. <laughs> he just right. isn't like a two. Maybe one of those thing. Rothschilds that just keeps on getting just different heart transplants. Just keep me alive for uh, one way. He'll be the Frank Gore of just humans, just signing I one year deals with the heart transplants. Just I bet trying. he knows where Walt Disney's frozen. We'll just join him. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, peas in a pod. Those and two. Uh, what was the baseball player who did that? Oh, uh, Ted, Ted, Williams. Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Thank you. Yeah. Could you good, imagine good conversation, knowledge, guys. conversation between those three? Ted Williams, Walt Disney, Jerry Jones will freeze each other, and then they'll uh, go win a Super Bowl with the Cowboys. <laughs> okay, so I was listening to Bomani Jones the other day, and he brought up a very valid point, and I just thought it would be interesting to talk about with you guys. Are we in the middle of watching Derrick Henry put – Put, lay the foundation of a Hall of Fame career. I say this because I have four running backs right here pulled up on my screen. Okay, Adrian nice. Peterson, Derek Henry, Frank Gore, and Marshawn Lynch. All right? One of these guys is for sure a Hall of Famer, Adrian Peterson. Absolutely. Yeah. One of them really more populous, like in Marshawn Lynch, like did some stuff in the postseason. I'm not going to take away from his career, but I don't know. He's got the one Super Bowl that's really all you can kind of hang not. your hat on. He can. He's not. Frank Gore, no. Frank no. Gore, been around for forever, so I think de facto he's probably getting in. And then we have Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry I just have here by the comps. This is his fifth year in the league, and he's already racked up 4,421 yards. Of course, he had the 1,500 last year with 303 Ooh. carries. He's on pace to get the same. Uh, he's at 123 carries already. Frank Gore in his illustrious, what is this, 16th year, his 17th season, he's at just under 16,000 yards. Marshawn Lynch, Ooh. just over 10,000 in 11 years. Um, Gore Gore makes Hall of Fame for the longevity. You if think you so? actually look at the accolades, he... um. As you say, 15,597 yards, 79 rushing touchdowns. He's a five-time Pro Bowler. He's a all-pro, which means what? You're a top four running back once. Yeah. He's the second-team all-pro just once. But, you know, he's third in all-time rushing. You got to give it to him. Um, in, in the in those Niners years, he was like the catalyst of the offense. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the Hall of Fame. The Harbaugh <laughs> offense. And, of course, he was slogging his way through with uh, Vernon Davis and the Early aughts in those 2000s teams, and he was like, and, and he was, uh, you know, definitely his longevity of his career has a lot to do with it. But he was really effing good, 
And it, so it was really good. And Frank Gore yeah. got over 1,600 yards once in his career. Sorry, I just want to sure. pick you back on Is that this. Is that the All-Pro year? It's uh, tw- 2006 when he ran 312 times for, 16, for 1,694 yards, or 95 yards and eight touchdowns. He would run for 1,000 yards the next four straight years, have a down year in 2010, and then uh, another five-year stretch of over 1,000 yards rushing. So I think he gets in just based off of, of being able to Long put up numbers me. like that. Especially well, for a running back. That's the thing where it's like the hardest. There's a 30-year yeah. drop-off. I mean, yeah. For a running back can make it to 35, he's the leading rusher for the Jets. Oh, my God. I mean, absolutely. Like, oh. longevity where it's like I'm hearing. 75 yards this year. You know, that's. It, 250, excuse me. That's, that's like, you know, that's what Derrick Henry's going to need. Like, yeah. uh, to, to get into the Hall of Fame. Uh, so it's like it's not like Frank Gore. I know I don't think this is what you're saying, Frank, but it's not like Frank Gore was just like hanging around, being like average and like. No, no, no. he was he know. was good. Um, I just think when people would like list off the top five running backs, Certainly. his name wasn't included as much as you would like as a Hall of Famer. Right, and then th- this goes into this whole conversation we like to have about running backs. Where there's some running backs that maybe a, a person has seen like maybe for one season, or maybe a guy like Gale Sayers. Flash in the pan. Yeah, it was it was down for four four seasons. Well, so it's that's, like that's Lynch. Well, I'm, that's not. I don't think that's Lynch completely. I think Lynch oh, is Lynch. This but, is where his Oakland Raiders well, buys. No, he's not going to do my boys. No, my boys. Lynch <laughs> does not. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. What, what I'm trying to say, Frank, is like when you say a guy like Frank Gore is going in because of his longevity. Are we sure? Every single running back is going in in part because of the longevity. Yes, because yes, the guy. I agree with that. Unless you're, yeah, unless okay. you're, unless you're Gale Sayers, who only or, ran um, for like five or six years. I would the Denver running back. What I the hell's mean, his name? What? Um, Terrell Davis. Davis. Oh, no, no. yeah, yeah. Terrell MVP. Okay, hear hear me out Who? though. Hear me out though. Terrell Davis. Oh, yeah. This is this is just Marshawn. Well, he was, he was Marshawn Lynch played again for 13 years and 2007, 1,000, uh, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. 2008, a little over a thousand yards, eight touchdowns. 2011, 1,200 yards rushing, 12 touchdowns. 2012. 1,500 yards rushing with 11 touchdowns. 2013, 1,200 yards rushing with 12 touchdowns. And 2014, 1,300 yards with 13 touchdowns. Like, the dude did produce. And that's in both Buffalo he, and Seattle. And then once, and then, and then it was 2015 where his, his thing really that, started to fall off. In that span, he made the Pro Bowl for five years in a row. Yeah. Uh, and then he was all-pro first team twice, which means he was one of the two best running backs for I think, two years. I think he gets in. I don't think so. And with he, the Super Bowl, too? And he peaked with know. those early Russell Wilson Seahawks. Yeah. I don't think it's enough. Really? Uh, y- no, because honestly, so. I don't like the Buffalo years. And Buffalo, I don't like did, the Oakland years. First year in Buffalo, he did the 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns in 13 games. 15 games the next year, he had over 1,000 mm-hmm. yards, eight touchdowns. He played in 13 games the year after that, only had two touchdowns. That was not a very good year, but then he, uh, but then he picked it back up. Like he, it's, he, he peaked with the Seahawks. Get your jersey retired. I don't think he's Hall of Fame. Interesting. It's Interesting take, yeah. note for him. So you're reading his peak years. He had 31 touchdowns over two seasons. Mm-hmm. Guess how many Aaron Jones has? How many? Currently. He has 26 touchdowns in 21 games. Right, right. Aaron Jones might have more touchdowns than Marshawn Lynch this year and last year than Marshawn Lynch in his peak. Yeah, Marshall, talk about a slept on guy. Aaron Jones is great. Marshall Lynch is. I mean, and this stinks because I wrote a, I wrote an article for the Raiders Wire like when he came back, and I was Dude, like, "Dude, hit us with the HTML." If he can, uh, if he can, uh, you know. So I went, I did a deep dive into it. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. Nah, he's not a Hall of Famer. Which, uh, if he was, and if you have to be a special guy to take a year off from the NFL, come back and and be like, you know, be a Hall of Fame caliber, if, especially a running back. I if mean, if Frank Gore gets in. I would argue that Marshawn Lynch has to get in because hmm. Lynch, while 
while Gores has been more... Mm, but can you leave the third highest rusher off the Hall of Fame list? No. Well, that's that's a compiling thing, right? So I don't. No, I mean that scores calling card so, okay. is longevity. Let me read you. Ever he was since, dope too. Ever yeah, since. Yeah, so good. what what was the last good Frank Gore year? What do you think that was? I'm gonna say nineteen eighty. How good was his first year with the Colts? His first year with the Colts, he put up 967 yards and six tutties. His best year was 2016 when he arose, run for a rushed, excuse me, for over a thousand yards and had four touchdowns. He yeah, has those gone years aren't great. I'll, 961, I'll look at 722, 599, and now 250 these past four years. Granted, some of that comes with age, but mm-hmm. I mean Frank Gore also had a case of the fumbles early on in his year yeah. in his career too. So, well, so did Adrian Peterson, but I, no one's going to remember. Well, okay, that. well that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know how much you hold against him. Whereas like Marshawn Lynch was just, I mean, b- besides from that iconic playoff run like he was a big time guy and I'll give I'll give him more of the nod than I would Edelman because from what I just read off there there's more I would say this my opinion I'm not just putting him in because of his playoff performances Pete Carroll ran that play Mm. and he got in and he wins back to back Super Bowls maybe he wins Super Bowl MVP and he's in I would I would do it but uh I, I, I don't think it. he that makes it. Things. I don't think he makes it. I do think that one play, if Pete Carroll called that play, I'm not saying it was a terrible play, call it like everyone else does, that would change his career. This is so Maybe that's why he's so mad at Pete Carroll. That, that would change things. And something. This is one, one argument in favor of Marshawn Lynch is, and uh, see, if, see if this argument floats you guys' boat, but it's the Hall of Fame. It's not the Hall of, like, he's good, but no one's ever heard of him. Yeah. And Marshawn Lynch is famous uh, outside of the world of football, so... If if you put stock I mean, if in you that. want to make it a popularity contest, yes, he deserves to be in there, and Frank Gore would not because I, I would argue that, argue that Frank Gore is not nearly as famous as Marshawn Lynch. Which some people part, put a lot of stock into that. I no, trust me, I understand, I, yeah. I believe that. So, and another thing I think that's going to hold Marshawn out is that writers vote on this, and he didn't talk to the media. Like, for you know, I'm just here, so don't get fined. Just yeah. for me, his peak was great, and you could argue his peak was better than Gore's, but the valleys of his career. Like the bad Raiders years, some mediocre Bills years, aren't what Gore was. Gore was just this consistent well, line. Well, he produced in the Raiders. He produced when he was healthy. I would just yeah, point, but there were. There, I mean, there weren't like Pro Bowl years. Just point trying this to, out with, just trying to further uh, define your your, with, your term bad with Derrick Henry. All right, so his first year played in fifteen games, only started two, 110 rushes, four hundred ninety yards, ah, five touchdowns. Right? Was that when Demarco Murray was there? Yes. So, and then you had you had uh, his second year, sixteen games played, only two started, one hundred and seventy six uh, rush attempts, seven hundred and forty four yards, five touchdowns, and then this is where it's really stepped up, and this is where you could deduce that as long as Derrick Henry gets more than two hundred carries a season, he's going to produce. He had 215 carries for 1,059 yards, 12 touchdowns. And then last year he had 303 carries for 1,500 yards and 16 touchdowns. He's already got 123 this year, 588 yards, six tutties. My question is, is he's got a body like LeBron, right, with, with football. He's like the LeBron equivalent of, of football. He How did. long is he able going to be able to maintain his body? Because do we really think he's going to be able to take 300 carries for three, three straight years? It'll be mm-hmm. tough. Yeah. DeWald, end the verdict, though. Gore or Lynch? Oakland oh, VSF. Who, who's Gore, the Hall of Famer? Gore or Lynch? They're who's the Hall of Famer? It. They both make it. I, I think they both make okay. it. I, right. uh, it's like asking to pick your okay. favorite child. Full disclosure, guys. <laughs> when, when, when Frank Gore was at the University of Miami, I loved him. I was like, this guy is this bomb. And I was like a huge fan. And when he got drafted by the Niners, I was like a little bit upset. Not like I thought that he would even be that great. I just kind of liked him. 
So I, I a huge soft spot in my heart for that guy. And you know, and and that's why. I'm like, oh, you know, it's more than he just was in there for a long time. It's like that's part of like being a pro football player. This is the Pro Football Hall of Fame. You keep on showing up and you keep producing. I just love Frank Gore. So, hey, me too. There you go. If you flip them around, and I think if Frank Gore has Marshawn Lynch's career, I don't think Frank Gore makes it in. It's mm. what you said, the the, the fame aspect. Yeah. I mean, the, the just being a superstar ambassador character mm -hmm. of, of the game gets him in. He goes and he was so sometimes. popular in the social media area for his anti-media yep. and how a lot of people embrace that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was huge. Uh, anyway, so I just wanted to get DeWald's opinion in there. Um, I like that. I like that. Back to Derrick Henry. I actually have an argument. I don't think health would be as big of a factor because he doesn't run like Frank Gore. Mm. And maybe he should. Yep. Yep. He is not a bruiser. Right. And I think that's almost a complaint in his style. He kind of runs like he thinks he's Le'Veon. A little bit. He, he kind of chases the sidelines at times. He doesn't chase contact. Um, and so sometimes I think it's super frustrating to watch because you're like, all you need is four yards for the first down, and sometimes he just won't but get then there. you see these super stiff arms, and you're just like, this guy's the Hulk. Well, I think Vrabel <laughs> is unlocking Derrick Henry. I always had the joke that... Vrabel went to his house and put a mirror up and was like, hey, by the way, you're 6'4", and you look like LeBron. Uh, you're not 5'10", Darren Sproles, or 5'8", yeah. Darren Sproles. Yeah. Stop acting like it. He's like, oh, shit, you're right, coach. <laughs> I'm, you're right. I'm, I'm like huge. George you Kittle, know? you learn how to be physically and, um, a different player. But honestly, the thing is, Derek Henry's right on his way. Uh, an interesting fact here... Um, from 2000 to 2008, we had 33 1,500-yard rushers. Mm -hmm. From 2009 to 2020, we're down to 11. Oh. So a third of that yeah, it's in the pretty, last yeah. decade and, more, and change. Derrick Henry is the last person so far to get 1,500 yards. He did it last year, and a lot of that was due to the second half of the season. He killed it. Yeah, this is like – I'm looking at Derrick Henry and uh, his stats, mostly his total yards at this point, 4,400 or so, like Jeff mentioned. And there have been a lot of running backs in the history of the NFL with similar careers to this point. It's just, of course they didn't do it as spectacularly, uh, you know, um, as far as total yards goes. Maybe, uh, but he's got a long way to go. Is what I'm saying. I think we all know that. But he had an amazing season last season, mm -hmm. um, defined by a heroic playoff performance. Very and much. I mean, we uh, Tannehill's playing great, but I remember Tannehill was kind of a slouch in the playoffs, throwing 100 yards a game, and Derrick Henry was doing everything. And they had a lead against the Chiefs in the title game. Yeah. You know, good for Tennessee. And uh, he's on his way to a great year this year. Tennessee looks like one of the best teams in the AFC. It's my Titans. They're back to having another – they're in contention to win the AFC. If that's defined by Derrick Henry and they go on this run, you have to look at Derrick Henry more favorably because he defines this team. Where Marshawn Lynch and the Seahawks, he defined the offense – but didn't define that team. That was defined by the Legion of Boom. Frank Gore didn't define those Super Bowl no. Niners teams. The defense did. He just defined that offense. No. And, of course, Kaepernick. Well. I, I, know, I know Tannehill is no Russell, Russell Wilson, but he's been playing really well. And But I do agree that, yeah, I of, have, course, um, of course, Derek Henry. I have stats. Are you ready for this? Of course, Derek Henry, as I was about to say, is uh, definitely the main force in this team. But uh, it's definitely uh, uh, Tannehill. And plus the receivers, A.J. Brown, like I mentioned on our NFL preview show, very good uh, skilled player. But, yeah, what we got? Um... Tannehill, last 15 starts going back to when he took over last year in the regular season. 12-3, 4,000 yards passing, 
35 TDs to 7 interceptions, pass rating of 116. 35 touchdowns. The passing touchdowns leader last year was Lamar with 36. Wow. He has had 35. You know what that means? That's incredible. You know what that means? Tannehill's good. Canton. He got away from Gase. Is calling. (laughs) All right. Gambling, been tough. So we're going to stray away from that. I'll just do that in private. And once I start winning again, I'll come back and, and throw it in your guys' faces. Cause Sounds good. That's a lot of pressure here doing it publicly like this. Do you want to revisit what happened? No. Oh. So, I had a bad week. I had a very, I had a very bad, bad, week. bad week. So <laughs> I just want to point out that I think compared to I last three. last week, we had some real poop soup matchups, if you ask me, right? Like Agreed. It was Did not, you like that Denver pick? Though? It was not yeah, great. That <laughs> was an interesting. I was like, I, dang. Oh. I would like it better if they covered it. I would like to point out here that the Cowboys and the Washington football team, there's no spread. That is currently a pick'em game. Uh, congratulations, that is a pick'em game because nobody knows who's playing quarterback and nobody knows what the hell is going to happen. So that's awesome. Perfect. I would say the most interesting matchup, Luke, I want you to pick what you think your most interesting matchup is Ooh. this week, and it is not allowed to be the Raiders Bucks game because we know. What, what week I is am, it? That's all right, prime time. It's week seven. I am going to stay away from the Titan Steelers game, even though I think that is just automatically the most intriguing matchup of the week because it's two undefeated teams. I mean, one of them should still be undefeated, the other one should have forfeited a game because of COVID parts. And or whatever. the winner will advance, depending Seattle. Who are they playing? The Cardinals. That's potentially the last undefeated team. Yes. So, but I think the most intriguing game, non prime okay. time, because I really like Monday night's game against Bengals Browns. No, I like the Bears. <laughs> I like the Bears Rams on Monday night. I think that's gonna be a good one. But I will say the San Francisco 49ers traveling all the way back east to play the Patriots oh. at one twenty five, right? So they get the afternoon the afternoon afternoon game over there, not not the regular slate of East Coast. I think that's. I mean, between the Niners' defense, not not too too bad, but they're the Shanahan versus Belichick in a rematch. You know that Shanahan's probably going to want to have a scheme and do something, get that going. Jimmy G going back to New England, right. where he was traded away. I just think there's a lot of little fascinating mini storylines around that game. Do you think it's a compelling game for narrative, or do you think it's going to be a close game? Both. I think New England's going to slaughter. Really? I do mm. not think Belichick has another tough game after that. One of the worst losses I've ever seen in a Belichick team. Interesting. That's a, I, I, I like know, that There's I like a that lot theory. of moving parts there with that Shanahan offense, though. I like that theory, Frank, no doubt. I think that's pretty much, uh, I kind of agree with that. The only thing I could disagree with and maybe root for the Niners is say that uh, they didn't get a groove with the run game, but boy, yeah, I think he, I... Th- he lost to a QB who completed 40% of his passes and threw two picks. Yeah, I, I, I think I, he's just, <laughs> I think it's going to be a knockout, and I still don't trust this Niners team. I know they look it great could, against the Rams. It could be. Oh, okay. But well, I do think you're, you're right. It's interesting in terms of narrative. Yep. Yes. And I think there's a lot of interesting pieces going on, and honestly, I really like watching the Niners this year because I'm really, I'm really intrigued by this Garoppolo thing because, hmm. you know, the spoke, the, the spoke holes are showing on this car... Mm-hmm. And it's not this moving machine, and they need to rely on him to do more. Mostert, who actually looks like a legit running back, is hurt again, and yeah, that's a big deal. I, it's a big deal. I, I really I think yeah. he's legit. I know I a lot know. of running backs yeah. do well on this team, but I think he's legit. I didn't know either. I like to me, I feel the same way, Frank. I'm like, whoa, Mostert really is actually very good. 
uh, kind of Hall of Fame. Did <laughs> uh, I would put him second ballot, second ballot Hall. Of well, he's, got, he's got a long way to go. You know, he's just a long well, Look, I mean, look at the rest of the slate for this week. You got the Giants, Eagles on Thursday night. Man, not <clears> interested. <throat> I mean, it's just That's creme, creme cool. de la, give me more NFC East prime time. Creme de la crap. And then you got oh. Bills, Jets. Right, the Jets are getting spotted almost two touchdowns right there. Nothing's going to help them. Panthers, but Saints, maybe. The Bills are fun to watch. Yes, even well, though. DeWald, I want to swing it to you. Josh Allen, very good. Still prone to making the double Are you worried play. about the Bills? Two tough losses yes. against two tough teams. Josh Allen hasn't done well on my fantasy team <laughs> last couple of weeks, but it's okay. We forgive and forget. They're, tough they're, they're coming back to earth of sort of the prototype up-and-coming Bills team where you're like, oh, they're good. Uh, hmm. they're, it, it's, they're the Phillip Rivers of football teams. Okay. Where... <laughs> They they show promise. They've they've got all these areas of the team where they do well, and then just they start off good and then just don't finish. You just have to wait for the inevitable mistake, uh, which is actually the opposite because Philip Rivers has finished nine times because he's got nine kids. So we know for a fact Philip Rivers can <laughs> at least nine. Sorry. All right. Uh, Browns Bengals. I guess it's kind of interesting. Yeah, we got the Cowboys versus the football team. Lions Falcons. Oh my God, that's a Spider Man meme game where you just got the Lions and the Falcons pointing at each other. Just who's who? Packers Texans. I guess that could be compelling. Not a whole lot of defense. Wait, are you gonna let game. us pick them, or are you just going oh, through I'm just them go, all? I'm just going through them all. Sorry, <laughs> this guys, is guys. like I'm looking at this list. Okay, I'm looking at this list. I'm, I'm seeing one game, and it's just Jeff's game. I was gonna say my point is is that there's like there's there's a couple matchups where you're like okay yeah I could have that on during red zone but there's not one that's like the the, the one that's appointment viewing I feel like Steelers is, and Titans but that yeah but I've been, I I think that that's oh, I'm so glad that's a 10 a.m. game we have a 10 a.m. is the most fun late breaking trade oh we got so it's gonna shift the balance in the NFC West I have I no idea what happened uh, Jets trade Jordan Willis to the 49ers mm. linebacker yeah Jets are oh. trying to get rid of everybody got a linebacker though. congratulations. Well, good for the good. I guess good for Jordan he'll, Willis getting off the Jets. Yeah, he'll help. Uh, yeah, he'll help in practice. He'll hold the bags when people can block. Career career changer. Right. The one thing. Uh, the one thing I like about this Tennessee Pittsburgh game is it's not an inter division game. Yes. Which is what I also like about Bucks Raiders. Yeah. Um, a lot of these matchups that are like kind of interesting are in the division, and sometimes I don't know. I just get fatigued. I want to see some new matchups. Yeah, Bucks Raiders should be fun. Uh, I was going to say, you have 10 words to describe what's going to happen in that game because I don't want to hear all this Raider propaganda. Uh, in fact, I'll help you with the 10 words. Do you think we see Tim or Tom Brady? Just Tim or Tom? Which one do we see? You're going to see Tom. You're going to see Tom. And that, that's, the, that's the good one, right? Yes. That's yes, the, you're yeah, definitely going to see Tom. Tim yeah. Brady's not that great. Tim Brady wasn't that great. Tim Brady showed up week one and sort of week two. Oh, okay. That, Tim okay, Brady's the one who's throwing pick sixes when there's a slam. Forgetful sometimes. Yeah, he is. Yeah, very senile, that Tim Brady. Uh, you're going to see Tom Brady and something. I think that the easy prediction, and I'll do it, is, is a shootout. And the reason I say that is because He's Derek Carr. Raiders win. Go ahead. Now continue. Because Derek Carr has a very good record against uh, Todd Bowles' defense. Well, he's, he's, he's actually only 2-0, but he has a very good uh, quarterback rating against Todd Bowles' defenses. And I have no idea who's going to win the game. I'm just really looking forward to it. It should be a lot of fun. I mean, um, Raiders, Raiders getting high on their own supply. <laughs> Raiders doing that. They went up and down. I was going to mention, I was going to apologize to Mike uh, because the Raiders made it too easy on the Bills that game. Mm-hmm. I genuinely feel it threw them off. 
They're like, what is going on here? Why is it so easy? Because the Raiders played so terribly that game. But uh, so th- we'll see which Raiders was team shows up. Was this still the stretch where I said they were going to lose a bunch? I yes, think this, this is part of their tough they schedule. Did, yeah. They did. They did win well, one game. Now, I now suddenly they have there. the easiest record or the easiest schedule in the league. Apparently. Oh, funny how that changes. News to like me. That. Let me see. This I don't really believe in that kind of talk, but uh, apparently it's uh, if you talk verifiably to a bunch true. Of Steeler haters, they tell you it's very prevalent, which I guess yeah. Let's see. I said that they would lose to the Bills, lose to the Chiefs. Or no, they beat the Chiefs. I said they would lose to the Patriots, lost that game. I thought they were going to lose to the Saints, but they won that game. Right, we Bucks, all thought that. Browns. Browns could be a tough game. I see you guys beating the Chargers and beating the Broncos. Then you have the Chiefs. Falcons, who knows? Jets, that's super easy. Colts, depends on which Phillip Rivers you're getting, the type that does or does not finish. No, no, there's just one that's washed. I, I'm at Dolphins, the point. I'm at the, uh... Which, yeah, you're getting Phillip Rivers in the sack or on the field. <laughs> Because <laughs> apparently Philip Rivers is still good to go off the field. You know I'm, I'm at the point with the Raiders where I could see them beating the Bucks. I could also see them going to New York and losing to the Jets. Honestly, I could. Wow. I could. And I will laugh in your face when that happens. It happens every year, Daniel. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> question about your Steelers game. Uh, no, I don't want to answer questions on it. Next question. Who uh, wins this matchup? Derrick Henry, Henry or your defensive line? Oh, I mean, it's a very good run defense. I'm more worried about. And Derrick Henry is a running back you just call the Hall of Famer. I'm, I know, but so. I'm, I'm more worried about Tannehill, honestly, because I'm well. And not to make excuses, Devin Bush out with an ACL, so we'll see what Robert Spillane does. I think Spillane can do it. They might bring in. Um, oh golly, who's the other one? I. Uh, oh my God, Mason Rudolph. No, in that safety. Not the. I got a buddy named Spillane. I didn't know he had a. Uh... Who's the other defense? Oh, Ulysses Gilbert the third. I think they might bring him in because he's it's a bit, fantastic. He's name. a great. They name. call him Uli. Um, no, nah, so, I don't like that. That's well, down, that's, downgrade. Let's call him Ulysses Gilbert the third. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So UG3. That's, that's what he gets called. Uh, but I think he's a better pass pass covering linebacker. But the the Devin Bush thing is going to hurt. That's going to hurt just like just like uh, Shazier because uh, like with the Steelers defense, it shows. Bring Shazier back. No, let's see him. Can't. Did, did Roethlisberger lose really weight? Walk. Yeah, probably. I mean, he looks. He looks Remember, this was the first hot. the first off season that he actually worked out. So a lot of people, wow. a lot of people um, owe Big Ben apologies. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, uh, even if he did only do yoga for 15 more minutes, it's still. It let helped. me just. I'll just it say it for. I'll just say I think it for. He owes Jeff. some apologies too. He looks incredible. No, he doesn't. He owes nobody anything. Thank you. It's all earned, not given or taken. Mm-hmm. He's earned. He just he needs, he needs to be polite, polite young man, please. Um, he's, he looked amazing on Sunday. Trade for Sam Darnold. That's about um, just a wild card game that I'm looking forward to is Packers Texans. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. It's because you have no defense, no defense in there. Interconference. I'm worried um, Green Bay just comes back into form because I don't think that's the Packers that we're going to see most Boy, of the year. Boy, oh, um, but we did see MVP Deshaun Watson. That's what I wanted most You're of the season. Oh my God, he looks so good. And the problem was right at the coin flip of overtime when Tennessee got yeah. the ball. You see him just throw his hands up and yell. I Profanities, because he knew his defense was going to just fold like a lawn chair to Derrick Henry, and it mm. certainly did. Instead mm. of instead of actually playing that game, I think they should just have a throwing contest between Aaron Rodgers and Deshaun Watson, and just have it be trick shots and stuff like horse, like throughout <laughs> the stadium. Like you got to bounce it off the 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 uh, post and get but it in the trash can. When I'm excited about that game. I like watching this Houston team. They they look unlocked, mm-hmm. so I like they're that. free. But to answer your question, no, I'm not. I, I'm I'm kind of interested to see what the the matchup's going to be on the run there. But it's it's Tannehill, the wild card, because Tannehill looks like an actual good quarterback this year, and the Steelers do not have a good. Passing secondary. I mean, Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield made him look all pro, but that's just because Baker yeah. Mayfield was a scared little Minka, boy back there. Minka took he advantage. Was. He was like, I need to get another defensive touchdown yeah. to keep pace with everyone else. Exactly. He heard us talking about him. 
Minka, uh, Minka doesn't often pick off passes. Weird, but when he you does, guys. He houses them. Weird, you guys haven't talked about Minshew v. Herbert. Clearly, <laughs> a big game. Oh, we have All about, right, um, we'll be back next week. <laughs> one thing I love yeah. is get your parting shot off. Let's go. So they did two 1 p.m. games to really show off. I got a mustache. I'm riding with Minshew. Um, I like it. Thank you. Uh, two, two 1 p.m. games to really show off Bucks Packers. And of course, the football gods punished uh, Roger Goodell for that schedule, and just made that game horrible. Now they have four 1 p.m. games, Which so I'm down it's for. a little more balanced. We're getting there. That's fair. Because clearly they did that just to have that one game showing. They're like, "Well, we'll give you the Jets, so you have to watch Packers Bucks." And it's like, "All right, here's my uh, trump card. Uh, that game's gonna suck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll double you that. Uh, okay, Packers. Here's my partner shot. It's Packers. Uh, thanks for possibly ruining my fantasy football season. I got off the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, figuring Aaron Rodgers was, was, was going to do his thing. So not only did I lose the Tampa Bay Bucks defense, which is now like the hottest defense in the NFL, I lost last week's matchup, which was, which was pivotal due to Aaron Rodgers and Jones stinking the bed. So thanks a lot, Packers. DeWald, what's your party shot? I have no parting shot. You know, as you say, it was your chance to just like go off. You want to get mad at San Jose's front office or something because oh, they're not I, signing any free. I was unprepared for my parting shot. It's all good. It's, it's a new recurring say feature. Bye to very, Thornton. very impromptu. Bye Thornton. Oh. Bye Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Jumbo. Next week we're gonna look at statistical imposters, and of course we have two a time coming up. Okay. I am so excited. My parting yes. shot: Los Ugh. Angeles Dodgers. Hold these. Hold these. They ain't very big, but you can hold them. All, All right, right then. Take that. Your deal with the devil. You're hold prof- these. You're hold not going to win these. that. Isn't the whole point that they're supposed to win? No. Uh, well, that's true, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends. Are we doing the deal with the devil or not? What's up, It's Paul? your I, deal. I do revise. I do have a parting shot. What is it? I, I Shout out to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Jeez. His numbers are the same as mm. Patrick Mahomes, and he's sitting on the bench. <laughs> is it a, it's politics. Is this the yeah, end? true pro. Stick to sports. Does he come back? <laughs> He's going to lead the Cowboys to it's a all, playoff spot. <laughs> it's all politics within that Miami Dolphins organization because they know Tua is going to help help you know with everything. Dewald, where like, does Fitzpatrick go sports. next year? <laughs> next year? Mm-hmm. He's going to the Cowboys this year. Okay. Uh, oh, in a trade. In a trade. Who? Fitzpatrick. Oh, leading him to the playoffs. I'm worried. I'm surprised. Honestly. Could happen. I'm worried that this is the end. It's the beginning of, the of end. The, uh, what? Of Fitzpatrick. He had a great season. Uh, I know. I think he think he might call it quits. No. I'm worried. I'm There's worried. There's only so much Fitz magic in the sack every year. All right? So you got to deal with that. All right. That'll do it for us. Thank you. The special edition. We won't be back for like, what, 10 days? We won't even remember how to do a podcast. Holy shit. No. All right. Until next time. How do I save this?